Stop worrying about the little stuff. I went out to dinner the other night and my wife wanted to get dessert. And I do this, I actually do this. I'm thinking to myself, well, it's gonna be like 13 bucks for a piece of cake. And I'm building this giant house and I have money flying out the door and I'm worried about 13 bucks. So let me just tell you, if I go bankrupt, it's not gonna be the chocolate cake that puts me over the edge. It won't be the 13 bucks. You know, the bill for dinner came out to 50 bucks. It's nothing. So I see this stuff on personal finance websites all the time. Go out to dinner, but don't buy the appetizers. The appetizers are a bad deal. Restaurants make money off of drinks and appetizers. They don't make money off the entrees. The, the appetizers are a bad deal, but they're fun. Chicken wings are good. <laughs> You're denying yourself a little bit of enjoyment over a trivial amount of money. And so you're like, well, this this all adds up after a while, right? You got the appetizers here and the dessert here and whatever. Like this all adds up. It it doesn't. It doesn't add up. If you went out to dinner once a week and got the dessert each time and that comes out to about $600 a year in dessert which you're not going to you're not going to do that but let's just say you did it's 600 bucks a year are you going to go bankrupt over 600 bucks in a year absolutely not you will go bankrupt because you bought a BMW X5 and you have a $1200 a month payment that's how you go bankrupt it's the big things not the little things I see people standing in the grocery store and they're staring at the soup and they're trying to figure out like what's the cheapest soup so they can save 29 cents. I'm like, get the soup that you want to get. It's, it, it's all that matters. Now, earlier in my life, I was a big money saver. I simply did not spend money. And I was not gonna order an appetizer dinner. When I was in my 20s, I never ordered appetizers. Okay, and I did save a lot of money. And the little stuff added up. And you do this early in your financial life, but you should not be doing this later in your financial life. You should be accumulating assets earlier in your career and decumulating assets later in your career. Decumulating, I don't even know if that's a word. I just made that up. On any given day, I don't spend a lot of money. I might spend 10 bucks on lunch. 50 bucks on gas, 30 bucks on Zin, got to get the Zin, stuff like that. I got my car detailed over the weekend and that cost me 350 bucks. I had, I, I you know, I, the car had not been cleaned in five years. It was disgusting. It was a four hour job. I was happy to pay the 350 bucks. It, the car was a mess, you know. I went through a spell where I was spending a lot of money on clothes. I was spending like one or two thousand a month on clothes. And I haven't spent any money on clothes in months. I just haven't had to. Honestly, a lot of the money I spend is out of my business. I have a lot of travel expenses. I spend about thirty thousand on travel a year. And I booked a trip to LA for pretty cheap. Three hundred bucks for the hotel. 300 bucks for the car. The flight was 600 bucks. It comes out to around 2000 bucks. 
And considering that it's all tax deductible, it's really like 1200 bucks. It's a pretty good deal, you know, but it's necessary for my business. I'm going to have to buy a car in about two years. This Toyota Highlander that I have is a POS. It feels like it's going to fall apart. I, it's got 100,000 miles on it. I figure I'll get it up to about 140,000 miles and I'll trade it in. Maybe I'll have it longer than that. I just hate the freaking car. It sucks. Remember, it's not the million little things. It's the three big things. It's the house, the car, and the student loans. It's also how many kids you have. Nobody wants to hear that. It's not getting two beers at dinner, but I will say this. If you gave up alcohol, you would save a shitload of money. People spend a lot of money on alcohol. I would say that the average person spends two to three thousand bucks a year on alcohol. Uh, seriously, you know, not making any moral judgments here, but this is a good way to save money. It's probably better for you in the long run. Some people ask me about video games. You know, video games are actually a pretty cheap hobby, but that's not my objection to video games. My, my objection to video games is not that they're expensive. My objection to video games is the video games. It's a huge time suck, and you spend all this time cooped up in your house not doing anything, and it's not a good use of your time. So that's not a personal finance issue. That's just a life issue. Video games are a cheap hobby. I just think it's a lame hobby. And as usual, you want to focus on the revenue side, not the expense side. Instead of thinking of ways to slice the pie into smaller and smaller pieces, why not think of ways to make the pie bigger? And this is such a revolutionary concept that none of the personal finance people seem to get. You can always make more money. You can't make more time. And the goal we're talking about the fire people here. The goal isn't to consume as little as possible. You can consume as much as you want. The goal is to make tons of freaking money. So there's 24 hours in the day. How do you spend those 24 hours? Most people are home from work at five and they spend the next six hours watching TV. What could you be doing with those six hours? You could get another job for sure. You get, a, you get another job doing a lot of different things. You know, we seem to have lost our culture of hustle in this country. And if you remember what it was like in the, in the late 1990s, people were working their asses off. There was a book called Monkey Business about investment banking in the late 1990s. There were these two bankers at DLJ. They were putting in like 120-hour weeks. They weren't even washing their underwear. They were just buying new packs of underwear. I mean, people people worked incredibly hard in the 90s. We don't do that anymore. We're talking about, I mean, look, it's a summer. Nobody even works on Friday anymore. Like, I send out a newsletter in the morning, and after, like, 11 in the morning, I don't even get any emails. Nobody's in the office. You know, I, I go home because everybody went home. So I'm not getting any more emails. And you've seen this talk about going to a four-day work week. I, that blows my mind. What are people going to do with these three-day weekends? They have too much time as it is. What are they going to do with all that time? And this, you know, you have to be operating under the assumption that more free time makes people happy. But I don't think that is true. 
I think time working makes people happy. I think if people put in a long day at work, an eight to 10 hour day at work, and they work hard and they come home and they're exhausted and they're happy and they're satisfied, too much time, too much unstructured free time is not a good thing. You work two or three jobs, you come home, you're exhausted and you're happy. I just finished up school and I was working a couple of jobs at the same time. And it was the best thing in the world. I always had something to do. People need something to do. What is that quote? Idle hands are the devil's playground. It's absolutely true. Anyway, I got off track. The little stuff does not matter. The little stuff does not matter. If you want to buy the fancy name brand Ziploc bags, buy the Ziploc bags. That's fine. The accumulation of small decisions does not add up to a meaningful amount of money. It's not going to change your life. You could be spending a hundred thousand or more on interest, interest on a house. That's 500 years of Ziploc bags. Thanks for listening to the Be Smart Podcast. I'm Jared Dillian. See you next time.